your buddy and your pal ouch back again with the Ouchcast. as always we are here live on twitch twitch.tv slash ouch also available as a podcast form anchor.fm slash ouch you can follow me on twitter and instagram at just ouch capital j-u-s-t capital a-e-w-c-h and the one that's frustrating me beyond belief if you find this on youtube which is pretty much my facebook friends and stuff like that but if you see it on facebook click the subscribe button because i don't have youtube.com slash ouch yet it's driving me crazy like the rules aren't that bad to get it it's like you know have a banner ad upload a video have 100 subscribers that one's gonna be tough that one's the tough one for some reason uh, I am coming in really loud there. We're gonna turn that one down. Uh, a little more. There we go. Uh, let's just see how annoying this is. Ah, thank you. Thank you, please. Yes. Adjusting volume. Very good idea. Thank you. Okay. I think that is all the administrative announcements. Uh, this is just an Ouchcast, so hit the music, please. Taking care of the obvious thing out of the way. Happy Halloween weekend, everybody. That's at least the most exciting one. Uh, do I have... Let's see, what creepy Halloween kind of stuff do I have? Oh, I got a whole thing here. That shuts off the music. Keep forgetting this crap. Uh... Eh, storms and crap. Eh, I just like... I just like the lo-fi music. That's just me. I always like the music behind me, because one person talking... Not that interesting. It just isn't. I'm sorry. It's... Yeah, I... When I'm admitting that... Take my word for it. It's just better this way. But here we are. Halloween weekend. Everyone, stay safe. Stay be scary. Whatever. I... I'm not quite a full Halloween guy. Like, I love the setting, the aesthetics, the feeling, the, the light spookiness. I'm fine with. I don't like being completely scared. That's not the part for me. I'm not digging that part so much. I get like, I've never been a haunted house guy or a haunted tennis court guy, wherever the hell they just put them up anywhere. That always seems to be the strange thing. But I just cannot bring myself to do it. I just, the scare, being scared, not my thing. I like everything else about it. Like, again, if the mood is kind of creepy, set up things like that, I can live with. Like, a great example is the movie El Santo versus the Vampire Women. Again, not a great movie by all means. And unfortunately, I've already reviewed it, so I can't do it again. But again, it just has that sense of, okay, here's the level of scariness. Figure out which, here's scariness. We're gonna stay right there. That's all we're gonna do. It's just like, I appreciate that much to it. And now I was trying to think in my mind some kind of memory or something nothing's too great I, that's the one bad thing we lived outside of town that we went to school with as kids so it's not like we could stick around or hang out too much but I do have this one memory it's not like super embarrassing but I did remember so it is Halloween 1997. Now, what's huge in 1997? Pro wrestling, specifically WCW. They were kicking butt at the time. And basically, one of their biggest stars was Sting. I, I, if you're a wrestling fan, you know who that is. I have a hard time explaining that, 
to anyone outside of the wrestling circles. That's just how it is. Can't change that. But Sting was in that dramatic phase, which it's that weird thing. It's hard to find a start point to get into pro wrestling. It's basically American anime. You just find you found it channel surfing and now you're stuck watching it. It somehow is weird like that. But Sting was in his goth period. What do you call that? They call it the crow sting, where basically he was in like black trenches, had just white scorpion across it, black and white face paint, long black hair, carried around a baseball bat. It very iconic for the time, especially for the wrestling this because he basically didn't wrestle for a year and it was coming up on his match finally. But that's who I wanted to be. Now, I had to explain this kind of setup to my mother, me being under 10, 9, 9, 10 years old at the time. God bless my mother. It's that thing when you're a parent, you don't know half of this kid's crap at all. It is just you hear this, you get a secondhand explanation, and you do your best. That's all you can do. So I kind of explained it like we we did the face paint. We did, I think, a long jacket. I don't know if I had the black and white. I don't think I did. I don't even think I had a bat. I honestly don't remember it. But and then, you know, white face paint. I was just like giving her vague explanations. No, it's like squiggles along the sides at the side of the mouth. And it's just kind of white everywhere else. So it was not a great explanation. So we go trick or treating going out. It's fine. But the worst thing that could happen as a trick-or-treater happened as a trick-or-treater. I found someone with a way better costume. And he was on point. Like the baseball bat, the long hair, the face paint. It was like quality craftsmanship of a costume. Like if he had a Sting costume, I had the generic copyright free costume of like Bugman, like the toys you find at a Dollar General. That's what I was. And now this may be rare, but I believe this was the first time two humans have ever connected psychically at the at the same time, because I thought to myself, wow, that's a really good costume. And then all I hear is I know gone. That was it. So that is my one, not fully embarrassing, but not interest, kind of interesting Halloween story. Moral of the story is just buy the costume. <laughs> buy, buy it, don't make it. Someone's gonna do it better than you. These darn cosplayers have ruined everything. That's all I'm saying. The closest in my wheelhouse of shows that I do I do the movie review show and TV show. I do these personal blogs. That was kind of the only part with that. But I, this is tending to be uh, what you've been playing, which is mostly video game talk. Nothing wrong with that. I have a review we'll do in a little bit, but we're finally kind of getting to a point where I am at least interested in an actual handful of games. I haven't quite cross the line on some of them to play them or anything like that, but I'm hoping for the best. For example, Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm interested just mostly because of how hard Avengers bit the curb. It was just not quite what people were looking for. I'm assuming like they've said Mar Avengers has gotten better. I don't know. I want to download it and see. We'll just see. But I'm sure the people at Marvel were just reading it as like, okay, we can't do that again. Let's try not to do that again. Which comes to this. Now you have Guardians of the Galaxy, five characters, all completely different. To me, if you just have a God of War original recipe, not the new one, a God of War style with five different gameplay styles, that's all you need. 
I mean, that's kind of like the parts of the Avengers that I liked was the single player story mode, different ways of fighting. Like those were the good parts. They kind of ruined it with like the, we need the microtransaction money with the multiplayer stuff. The, the, the multiplayer is not great. So that's what I'm looking for here. From the reviews I've read, it's you're going based on story, which is fine. Most of the reviews have been, you know, seven and eights out of tens, four out of fives. That's about right in my wheelhouse. And again, this kind of gets away with it where it has that level of snarkiness to it, but it kind of fits. It was one of those things with the Marvel movies where, you know, Iron Man comes out. Iron Man's a snarky jerk. Everyone loves it. Eventually, that kind of bled into every single Marvel movie. You know, why is Thor cracking jokes? He is an ancient Norse god with a giant hammer who can fly. He's supposed to be the serious one. But with Guardians of the Galaxy, you can at least set it up. Okay, these two... Okay, the one human can be snarky. We'll let the raccoon be snarky. We're gonna have two dumb guys and a hot chick who can kill you. That's gonna work for us. So... And the blueprint wise, it reads like it could work. Again, I haven't seen too much about the actual gameplay part, so that might be a little iffy. This is probably going to be a good sale game, I bet you. But since it's Marvel and it's current and it has an MCU, it might be a while till we see that. So not quite a full purchase, but I'm interested. Very similarly, I've also taken a look at Far Cry 6, but I'm not quite pulling the trigger, so to speak, pun intended. Okay, you know, with the Far Cry's, interesting enough, the most, the biggest parts have become the villains. You know, having, uh, they got Far Cry 3, Far Cry 4. I wish I knew their names. I didn't play them that well. I played Far Cry 3. Voss, that's his freaking name. That's right. Voss is a crazy guy on the cover. Good villain. Spoiler alert. You pretty much stop playing about halfway through because Voss disappears. Read into that what you will, that's what happens. So then like the second half is just completely uninteresting. Again, four is okay. I loved five. I think five, the pace was like, I like the setting of small American town. Uh, Joseph Seed is a great villain. I think the Seed family are great facets of the whole piece. Didn't quite dig the drug storyline part to it. That uh, that was a little, come on, really to it. It's like, it was fine, whatever, but like the fantasy stuff where she's controlling people and that, not so fun. But again, good, good main bad guy, good supporting characters, good family. Loved the setting, enjoyed the uh, cast of characters on your side, including Cheeseburger the Bear, which is the greatest animal sidekick. Fight me, I don't care. Plus, I think the biggest key for Five was its scope and scale. Like, it, you are, in Five, you are stuck in one county. And I also appreciate how detailed just the map gets because you can zoom in and she's like, oh, there's the water tower. I got to go by him on this farm. I got to go here and this way and things like that. I kind of like that. My fear with Far Cry 6 is that since you now go to an island or like a whole nother country and things like that, it gets a little too big. Now, I call open world games probably my number one or number two pick for video games you know 
First person shooter is up there. Action adventure, hack and slash, twin stick shooters are up there. But I do like exploring around all that kind of stuff. But the fear becomes it's too much. It's too big. Like, like Red, Red, Red Dead Redemption 2. Again, I really like it. The gunplay was fine. I enjoyed the side quests. I am somewhere right where I'm about to hit the city. I took a break from it for a little while. It's becoming a little too much. It's so much there, especially when it's just like, hey, you want to go hunting and fishing? We're in the middle of something. Where's the money? I have the soundboard. I'm going to do it unless I just do. I can just do that the entire time, which will make about like three people pop, but that's fine by me. But so that's where it comes to Far Cry 6. Again, you have Giancarlo Esposito as a bad guy. Good actor from what I've been told, from what the ads have been telling me the entire time. Fine. Apparently, you kind of get a character as the main person who you play as. I don't know on that part. I kind of like the nameless, almost faceless main character just because it then puts you in the space for it. You know, I just think that works out. And then like in between your gear and upgrades and on your end and things like that, I don't quite necessarily need a backstory it's just okay you're stuck here have fun kids go punch a bull why not so again probably on the list but i did play five and i did play new dawn no one really talks about that it's new dawn's okay to me new dawn the main bad guys you are fighting against we're more like lieutenants and should not be the super bad guys. Just me. There are, there are good parts to it. There are, bar there are good parts to it. There are bad parts to New Dawn. It's okay. But that's the only reason why I'm kind of holding back on Far Cry 6 for a little while, at least. Just because I've been there. All right, what else we got here? Oh, that's... That's going to be a big one. Forza Horizon 5. Now, I, notice in my list of gameplays that I really do or don't, I didn't quite mention racing. I mean, I'm not a car guy. It's the I just bought tires and I am now down some hundred bucks or something like that. You got to do what you got to do. I was sliding around last winter season. I don't want to do that again, but I played Forza Horizon 4, and that is a pleasant surprise for how much you can do because they found a good mix of realistic driving, but somehow keeping it arcadey style. It's a good split between the two. You know, I don't have to shift or anything like that. If I can just go, I can go. The racing was fun. I like the fact that they added the open world elements to it. There were billboards you got to find for influence. Uh, there are plenty of perks and upgrades. Uh, you can do the whole customization for your car and things like that. All really good. I love the prize wheels you would get for going up levels. Uh, plenty of different racing styles like street racing, drag strips, uh, off-road, cross-country, racing all over the place. Like, I made it to player level 100, which is really rare because I usually get tired of, like, that much real quick. But I mean, I was... I mean, and like, in between different story modes, different events, things like that. And my, one of my favorite things, the barn finds, where... You're just listening to the radio. Four was set in Britain, so everyone just had a, oh, right, we just got wood. There's apparently a really rare car out there that's somewhere, but who knows where it is? I don't even know what country that was. I don't know who I was supposed to be. Just hearing it in my own voice just destroyed it for me. 
but I loved going through the barns, exploring the countryside for that kind of stuff. All really interesting. Now, if they keep most of it, I'm probably gonna play five. Guaranteed, I have Game Pass. I have no reason to not download it immediately. I still gotta wait another week, two weeks or something like that, but still, like, I am actually more excited for this. Now, the question is, will my Xbox One blow up from it? Because a lot of these newer end games are pretty much only made for like, you know, your Xbox Series S, your X, your PlayStation 5, things like that. Because I guarantee you, I'm probably gonna be hit with load times or just intense graphics, anything in, in between the real technical aspect of stuff. I mean, it is Microsoft. I'm sure they would get that gameplay wise going 100% full. And then in the other weird part, whenever I would try to record or stream stuff from this, it almost overloads the Elgato game capture. And like, I've never had that experience or problem from any other like game I've tried to record or capture footage from or anything like that. But it did it for that one, strangely enough. Let's check, good, nothing else is going. That's good, that's good. So it is just, I'm super interested. Technical aspects might keep me back, but I do have to stream video games at some point in time. I gotta figure a way out to do that. Hopefully tomorrow, stay tuned. Click the follow button, all that kind of stuff. And then, so again, really excited for fours and five. And then, I mean, I'm being the usual jerk about this kind of stuff. I am kind of interested in Van Call of Duty Vanguard. I kind of fade in and out of first-person shooters a lot of the time, just because there are certain there are points in time where it just becomes you're a hamster in a wheel, and every now and again you get a food pellet for going around the wheel so many times. I mean, and I know there's like, you know, story modes and stuff like that. For some reason, I don't touch them. Like I, I have war, uh, modern, uh, is it modern warfare? No, Warzone. What is that based off of? It's based off of something. I can't even remember. That'll make more sense, I think. I forgot that I have a own sensor button. So, but again, I think the World War II setting helps out a lot more. It becomes more dramatic than just like being that modern day, current 24-esque BS, things like that. I think just 20, the World War II works a little better. So you have your campaign. I was trying to play some Battlefield 5. It's okay. I just don't dig the long distance stuff because you just get sniped all the time. I like I like a smaller condensed uh, paintball field style of play, which I think Call of Duty does a lot better than Battlefield. So, so I am, you know, I'm a multi, I can do multiplayer. I'm not a huge fan. I gotta shut all microphones off. Everyone is muted. I don't care. You know, some, some people find that entertaining. Some people don't, it's, that's not me. So I'm excited for that. Now, I also don't mind the zombie mode. I think, you know, the newest one did zombies really interesting because I, I find zombies to be a little bit better than just the story mode. I think just trying to survive as long as you can kind of works with how fast paced this is. Like the ones where like you were exploring all over this Titanic or you were in Roman Colosseums. It makes no sense, don't get me wrong, but I do like that. I also enjoyed that they kept a more high score arcadey focus on certain parts. I know you could still do the story mode and the Easter eggs and that kind of stuff, but having the mode just trying to get for a high score, I kind of dug on a lot. Now, I talk about this stuff, I am interested in that, mostly because in a weird 
brag. So I don't ask me how I did this because I don't even think the group I was in knew how. But the one time I did zombies online, I had no microphone. I don't think any of the teammates I was with had a microphone. And we somehow pulled off a zombies Easter egg with zero communication. I know that's impressive. Don't ask me how I did it. I mean, I just recall, I think one person, I just kept the train on the last zombie and just ran around to so the other three. But imagine just someone taking something, dropping at it, and then looking at you. Just like, huh? Here you go. Do you get the puzzle piece here? Again, like it is, to me, that was one of the more proud moments, achievements I've ever done. Just solely because how do you do that without some form of communication? Like people have probably texted better than we did in that. But again, strangely enough, proud I could somehow do an Easter egg with a complete random group of strangers. These were not teammates. I did not know them. It was just quick play zombies or whatever. And we somehow did a zombies Easter egg. Go figure. But I am kind of excited to see what Call of Duty Vanguard does. I'm kind of okay at Call of Duty. I'm in like top three or four on my team and then sometimes top four in uh, free for all. That's the term. I like free-for-all. See, I like the non-serious game modes. Like, you know, Team Deathmatch, everyone does Team Deathmatch. Free-for-all seemingly has just dropped a lot, but I like free-for-all. I like gun game. Like, for some reason, like, Search and Destroy took over, like the one where you gotta plant the bombs and stuff like that. Those are a little too serious for me. Oh, man. So those, those are the games I am kind of interested in them coming out. Again, it's holiday season. Those could take up a lot of time, especially for streaming. I gotta figure out how to get onto the video game side of streaming one of these days. I have all the equipment, I just need the time. So that's that. But we do have one game review, and I swear to you, I've tried. Like, if you know my reviews, which you can hear, anchor.fm slash ouch, or even at the WordPress blog site, uh, ouchspeaks.wordpress.com. I mean, I, I try, I really do. You know, I make some recommendations, I throw a few references here and there. But for this game, it's like you gotta create everything from the ground up just because of so much is brand new, interesting ideas to say the least. But it's just one of those things when I was playing, I didn't feel like I was getting out what I was putting in. And that game was Death Stranding on the PlayStation 4. Now it's really hard to go over Death Stranding sometimes. You kind of just have to start with the story. Everything is kind of based on that. So there was this super bad, like supernatural cataclysmic event that kind of ripped the United States apart. Everyone went underground. It's not quite a nuclear war, everything is still kind of there, but like, it's hard to explain. Somehow we found out where death lives, you know what I mean? And now all we have are these people and creatures stuck in between the living world and the death world, which is a beach for some reason. They just kind of haunt in between the two thus bringing in Sam Porter Bridges, that guy right there, AKA Norman Reedus from The Walking Dead. So he is just a delivery guy, but it's charged on to him 
to connect all of the warehouses and underground bunkers and things like that onto this magic connection thing. You know, it's a whole lot of sci-fi explanations. You kind of get the idea. I think I dumbed it down enough for anyone to understand, maybe, but it's kind of there. It's Kojima. You got to expect this kind of stuff. Well, the game itself is like Lord of the Rings. It's a whole lot of walking. You basically load your character up with as much cargo as possible. And you have to walk across the United States. Now, you have a balance mechanic where if you start leaning this way, you got to come back the other way. And then once you get it balanced out, you got to go back. I'll lean this way again thing. Get yourself balanced and you're just walking through. You know, you're going across terrain. Bumpy ground has more difficulty. Rivers can sweep you away. Things like that. It's mostly moving forth, though. Now, a lot of the times you're probably going to have to deal with the strange undead beach themed creatures that are haunting the entire countryside. But just like any good, courageous hero, you can throw your blood, crap and pee on them to defeat them. You know, kind of like how I get out of jury duty. In theory, you can hold your breath to just kind of sneak past them. But I would always get caught somehow. I've never been great with the stealth and hiding and quiet mechanics. I'm just be like, where's the battle axe and how fast can I equip it? So, you know, never was able to dodge, you know, number two grenades it is. Now, again, there are interesting systems in place, but if you completely tuned out when I said walking simulator, there's not a whole lot that's really going to pull you back. I mean, the online component itself is kind of interesting where you basically have everyone playing online, throwing down improvements to help make it easier to get across the states. So you have like people building bridges across water, people putting ladders up on really rocky terrain, like uh, people throwing anchor posts that help you climb up a lot easier. It's interesting to see people actually trying to help each other instead of just taking each other out and fighting it out between themselves, which is not me considering I was just talking about Call of Duty. So be it. The one kind of cheesy thing is when you complete a delivery or you put something up, you press a button, that person can leave a like for it. Yes, literally the Facebook like for it, the thumbs up and hold that. Now, it's a little more current day than just an XP bar, but there is just some kind of weird cheesiness to it. It's fine for what it is, but you are just going, eh, that's a little, like, that's a little marking out for current day stuff, I guess is the best way to put it. Uh, let's see here. What other do my notes also say? Again, oh, it, it, now, at least it is a very interesting world you're exploring. It's not quite a fallout with like blown up buildings and broken down areas. It's fairly like a fresh and clean where nature has taken back over. You don't really have old buildings, so to speak. You know, all the buildings you come across are considered new, like they had just come up there within the past five years. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you're walking through lush fields, valleys, mountains, terrains, rivers, things like that. And then there are also the dashes of weirdness throughout. Like, you know, you're just walking along, you have to creep past some BTs. All of a sudden you just see some like muddy crabs upside down float up your screen. I swear to you that happened to me. And then also interesting, you know, you do have Norman Reedus. 
you do have big name stars like Guillermo del Toro and things like that. It is a big step in terms of like quality and production of how many people are now going to get involved with these big name project kind of things. Not great for like little voice actor guys, but what are you going to do? Now, for the sound itself, you know, I was never too crazy, crazy impressed with the music selection. Like the one thing was like, you're walking along, it's big on discovery. So when you see the next bass or things like that, all of a sudden, you know, you get another piece of soundtrack, except for it has like, no guts or testicles to it whatsoever. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, you make it, you find the next physical bass, but then, you know, Pansy Full Guitar's brand new hit, Soft Pillow, starts playing. It's not quite the victory song from the fight music of Final Fantasy. And, like, that's about it. Everything else is just silently trekking by yourself across the countryside. Again, it's kind of like that family vacation where everyone's pissed off at each other, but you got to get through the corn maze somehow. And then one of the things that I just do not like in current day gaming, there were some brand deals. Ugh, God. Like, sitting in the restroom, not a great name, but sitting when you get to each base, they give Norman his own room. In this room is a pile of monster energy drinks. S aside from the fact the character has terrible taste in energy drinks, OK, it's this I know is a way of representing how to raise capital for these games, but it does that thing. It kind of locks the game in place like like for example in final fantasy 15 there is a mission solely dedicated to nissan cup noodles and it took me so out of the game like that's a weird game world real world those two things shouldn't overlap again it sticks out like a sore thumb. The PlayStation 5 version, I think, has removed it, but I have PlayStation 4, so I gotta see this damn monster add brand deal the entire time. Overall, this reminds me of some English major's magnum opus that only he and his trendy MFR friends are going to understand. It's almost comparable to the scene in Exit Through the Gift Shop, where it's Mr. Brainwash's ex ex exhibition opening. Like, you think he's going to be exposed as a complete phony and con man, and yet he is praised to the heavens in the actual event. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm a fully admitted dumb person. I will say that the entire time. This is probably not one of those games for me. And honestly, I was just not having fun at all. With about 10 hours in, each mission, like going back to do the side stuff and things like that, just made me feel just letting a bay out a big sigh, just going, <sighs> pain in the ass for every side mission like i've seen videos where you unlock guns and better bullets and all this kind of stuff but i do not have the patience to deal with this higher than thou uppity bullshit with these kind of games all i really wanted was a fun video game that's just it that's getting it's not quite there now the only thing that did hit me, there was a line in a cutscene that hits me on an emotional level. The quote is, let me read it. 
Living is no different from being dead if you're all alone. Holy shit, I feel that line. Still, I think the game sucks. It's a 3 out of 10 for me, at best. Hmm. Okay, everyone. Now, that was most of the content I had planned earlier, but we're gonna do one little extra thing. It says one, users it says two, I have no idea what's right or what's wrong, but this is what we're gonna do. I'm gonna add on. So, it's holiday time, which means you're seeing a lot of different holiday-themed drinks. So, and I'm gonna experiment this. What we have here is the true... I did not think this through. The can is green, and it's being hit with a chroma key effect. So, it's kind of neat like that. If you can get the light to not shine on too much. But we have here, truly, the seltzer has their holiday stuff out. This is from this. This is their spiked apple spice. Now, I like me some cinnamon apple. Like, my drink combo is I will do a Angry Orchard or any of your favorite hard cider, and I will throw in a shot of ha, Fireball. You get that apple, apple cinnamon taste to it, right? So what we're going to do is we got about 10 minutes before the hour and we'll now stop streaming as easy. But we are going to give this a taste test live on thing. Spice, spice, baby. So I'll put it by the microphone. Ow, kind of loud. Oh, and I'm getting shit everywhere. Oh, well, that's why you don't take plastic off the keyboard. It defends it from the damn. Oh, man, seltzer going everywhere. Holy shit. And yeah, that'll dry up. OK, so. Legitimate first taste. Here we go. Ooh. One of the cashiers at my job was saying it was kind of like just drinking essential oils. It's not quite that, but wow, you get hit with a lot of fake fruit flavor. Let's see here. So there isn't a whole lot of cinnamon to it. I wouldn't mind a little bit more bite towards that. The apple itself is good, but it's hit with almost so much apple juice, I guess would be the way to put it. It's a good, it's a very sweet taste to it. Not a tart, like a green apple. I like that taste in drinks and candy and a little bit more. But I mean, on the can, you know, it says, you know, cinnamon sticks on fire. That's a little misconstrued because I can barely taste any cinnamon. The Like the fruit flavor. I don't know if overpowering is the term. I mean, it's no, it's it's not terrible. I don't know if it's going to be a go to like it's simultaneously not enough of one apple flavor, but it's too much of an apple flavor. Like if they could find a better balance. Like, it's, 
it's really hard to describe. I'm trying to think like it's there, but I don't know what apple they would have used for the blend. I'm not sure what kind of flavor they were trying to go for. Now it has stevia. I don't know if that's what's killing the difference for me on that one, but it's okay. Now this comes in the holiday pack with like a sangria, a pomegranate and an orange cranberry because it's the holiday stuff. I mean, all I was really interested in was in the apple one. I kind of have that here. It's OK, but I am glad this was lent to me and I didn't pay for it. Um, hmm. Like there's even like it's apple, but if someone told you it was mint, you could fall for it. Like it's so. Like it's watered down, but you're still getting like a full sweetness to it. I don't know if that's because of the stevia or what. Whew, this one. This is a confusing one, to say the least. Um, oh, man. It hit you fast on that part. That's for sure. I've been drinking water this entire time. Yeah, um, it's fine. It's got the apple taste. There is no cinnamon in this, honestly. Like, I am not getting any kind of a cinnamon taste. There's not even a bite to it. Like, it's like almost, it's really almost straight apple juice. Like, that is probably the best way to describe it. It is like an apple juice, but they used like a more obscure apple family than what they would normally use. That's like the best way I can describe it. It's fine. It's pretty light. It's, you know, a 5%. Most seltzers aren't that strong, which is why I usually add a lot of fireball to it. Side point. But this one, let me see here. Like, if you drink it fast without really tasting it, like, the carbonation gives it a little heartier taste to it. The apple is fine. Yeah, it's okay. It is not a standout standout apple. Like, I like Angry Orchard. Strongbow is good if you can find it. I've had struggles around this area to do so. I know Truly is big on like the not super artificial stuff and things like that. It's. It's OK. It's a five. It's hard to give it any more than that. I'll probably finish this one because I got another three minutes to fill. It's OK. Again, it's in a holiday 12 pack. Unless the other ones are really stand out, you can probably skip that kind of stuff. So the truly apple spice. Yeah, you could probably let some of that stuff go. Doesn't mean I'm not going to shotgun it for the rest of this episode. Ow. Not a great idea. Like, if I was just done at the gym, sweaty, out of fluids, really tired, this would kind of hit that because it's a very, very thin, like it's not like a real like 
caramely malty beer or anything like that. It's, you know, seltzers are pretty clear water and things like that. This would be a pro okay then when you're thirsty and you're just like, anything will work right now. Oh God, that was too much. So probably sticking with five out of 10. And I think I'm being generous on that part. So again, if you're curious and you have the other three flavors you want to try, finding the truly holiday edition, it's up to you. You can cross that bridge by yourself. Ah, it's refreshing though. It is very refreshing. But I think I will call it from there. Thank you for watching. As always, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at just ouch, capital J-U-S-T, capital A-E-W-C-H. As always, you can now find me live on Twitch, usually every Friday, trying to figure out some more times to actually get some game stuff down. Follow me there, twitch.tv slash ouch. And you can hear the podcast version of the same thing of these live streams over at my podcast site of the Ouchcast, anchor.fm slash ouch, or search the Ouchcast in any of your favorite podcast aggregate catchers. And please, oh, please, oh, please, if you're seeing this on YouTube, click the subscribe button. That'll get me one step closer so I can actually link a YouTube because I can't do that because my YouTube is probably youtube.com slash CX64RGH3B star sign lightning bolt ancient Mayan hidden lane ruins stuff like that. So subscribe to me on the YouTube. Hopefully we can get some more going over there. But until next time, we will see you guys then. Goodbye, everyone.